What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Weekend Mornings on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey, on the road in Mumbai in India with uh, a lady that uh, is known as an actress, as a, as a host, as, a, as someone who's a stand-up comic, but also as a sports host now covering the Indian Premier League cricket. It's Anu Menon. Welcome to Money FM. Thank you, Jason. You had me at lady. <laughs> I very rarely get called that. <laughs> so thank you. Well, we're going to go more into your background uh, soon. It's a very interesting background. And of course, your, your um, alter ego, Lola. Uh, Kati from the, your old days as a VJ, but tell me about how uh, you got into working with cricket. So the weird thing is I've always been interested in uh, cricket. Tennis is my first love, but I've also loved cricket a great deal. And I've grown up um, with my mother loving cricket. So I think, and being from Chennai, where there is the MRF Pace Foundation. So we used to have all these cricketers come home, whether it's Dennis Lilly and Chappell, Danny Morris, and Danny was there for my wedding. So um, it's always been a part of my life. And I, I actually went for an IPL anchor audition uh, a few years ago, but I was told that I come through as a purist of the game. And I don't think I'm made the cut in, in, in the glam quotient um, capacity, unfortunately. I said, but makeup could help. <laughs> I'll be a bimbo if you want. Um, so, uh, and then Jazeep from ESPN, he called me a few times. I don't think it kind of worked out. And I think finally it did. Yeah, this time. Well, we're in the middle of the uh, IPL at the moment uh, through uh, April and May. It's very exciting. It's cricket fever right uh, throughout India, and that's how we've crossed paths here. So you're originally uh, from Kerala, but you grew up in Chennai. Tell me about your background exactly. Are you Malayali? Are you uh, Tamilian? Yes. So I, we're, my family is we're Malayalis, uh, and my mother was Menon even before she got married. So my father's point is that she didn't want to change her signature. So that's the only reason. I mean, forget love. Uh, so, but I was born and brought up in Chennai. My parents were from Bombay. So, uh, and now I'm married to Gujarati. So it's just, it's all going downhill. Um, but I moved to, I went to England for two years. I went drama school there and uh, so the stage was always, always my first love and I thought oh I'll, I'll get a TV job that will support my theatre habit uh, when I moved to Bombay and uh, that's when I started this this character Lola Kuti who was sort of the antithesis of cool who was um, on a channel called Channel V which was a music channel and uh, I always did stage on the side and I think so I'm used to I'm used to hosting and anchoring and now I do a lot more stand up so it's it's um, it's one of those things right as a, as a woman like when you enter this office even for example just this wave of testosterone just hits you mm-hmm. uh, and like where are my females at <laughs> so um, but it's great I'm, I've never I guess been a very girly girl and you know like I want to be like and discuss clothes and shoes and you know know what the latest brand is and stuff like that but um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying being being surrounded by gentlemen such as yourself <laughs> very nice that you, you're saying that but I'm looking back at your background and uh, you know you were actually a geeky kind of kid you were studying all the time you were very uncool in your own words Uh, you know so how did you get into performing into stand-up in and into acting well I think that's always the dichotomy you know people who are really quiet suddenly you put them on a stage and and they suddenly transform Um, and I think that's and I I think it's the it's a misconception that uh, uh, like only extroverts are uh, actors or performers um, or love uh, or love performing so um, and that's I think that that weird 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 balance like I was I always had chronic stage fright so I, I believed like I'd go and forget my lines on stage but once I went at like the ripe old age of 14 I think things changed and uh, I think it's where 
where I'm happiest. So um, and you know, touch wood, I'm I'm lucky enough to make a living doing what I love. So it's not like I I did engineering and then you know ten years later said hang it I'm going to take a risk now. No, I've I've always you know I've known no other life but the risk taking one. Yeah. But Lola Cutty was so popular in India, but also outside India, even in Singapore, Malaysia, in the in the Middle East. Uh, tell us about the character because it's a, I guess, an archetypal Malayali lady that uh, is interviewing celebrities. Right. So the idea was this was a cool channel, so I thought it would be fun to play someone who is the antithesis of cool, um, your lay person interviewing glamorous Bollywood stars. So she was this um, uh, spinster, conservative, uh, you know, uh, sari clad, bespectacled, uh, you know, big curly hair, glasses, I um, mean, uh, big flowers in her hair, and uh, she was sort of, I guess, your your lay person wanting to be wanting to be cool. And I think uh, being an everyman. She sort of appealed to a large number of people, and also where the large a number of Malayalis, which is like obviously the Gulf, which is you know I always joke our native mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know people always ask, do you you know do you regret the fact that people love Lola more than you? I was like, no, I'm used to it. My mom always says like Lola rocks, but Anu sucks. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, I guess in uh, Hollywood terms, I look at Ugly Betty. You know, right. someone like Ugly Betty who actually was an actress that was very pretty and, and beautiful and changed herself into. To an ugly character and so was it, how difficult was it for you to not go the glamorous route but go to this other route where you're kind of a bit uncool and, and dowdy and all that I mean I didn't mind it at all I mean I always say as a character I couldn't look the way I do now and pull off that character so I think uh, you had to place her in a certain social milieu if you know you're and, and, and clothe her accordingly if you you know if, if that's the character so I have uh, I have no issue playing geeky I think playing glamour is, is what I would, would struggle with um, but it it was it was you know the like it, I played her for eight years and I still do off and on. Um, so when people sometimes come for my stand up, they almost get disappointed because they're like, oh, you look pretty. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing now. <laughs> yeah. But I I read that you found out more about yourself by playing your alter ego. Can you explain that about how you learn more about what makes you tick by playing somebody else? Look, at some level also is you're playing a character. Your responses to um, a particular person are as that character right so like Anu would react a different way compared to compared to Lola I think it, it's if, if you do but at the same time it's an extension of yourself so I think that's a, a dichotomy as well mm-hmm. um, but it is it is um, I mean it's 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 hard to describe played her for so long that I think she becomes a part of you in in some way as much as yes like once I put on the wig and stuff the accent comes on mm-hmm. and then the rest takes care of itself can you give us a sample of course, all the time, Jason, but I worry, you know, will not understand anything I say. <laughs> right, right. And what any, cause, because of um, Singapore and Malaysia with that strong connection to South India, anything you've had, uh, you know, contacts with Singapore and Malaysian fans? I know, but I have uh, like relatives who live. So my first trip abroad was to Singapore uh, when I was uh, 11 years old. And uh, and it was the first time. And I was really amazed uh, because obviously the first time I was going with Singapore Airlines, it was also glamorous, like Changi Airport. Like, my God, I'd never seen that. I was like uh, acting like I was on crack. Um, so I lived with some cousins there uh, and then went to Malaysia, lived with more cousins there. So it was and I, it was the first time I'd seen that, you know, side of mm-hmm. the family. So, um, Did you realize how South Indian, um, you know, Singapore and Malaysia is in certain parts? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, it's 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 like although I speak Tamil because I grew up in in Chennai, it's a different, it's a more pure Tamil, right? Mm-hmm. Because they they also moved like a third or fourth generation mm-hmm. uh, that's lived there. And I remember one taxi driver in in uh, Singapore, uh, I'd gone with my husband, and he looked at me and he said, and asked me in Tamil, he said, "Why did you marry this old? <laughs> <laughs> you could have done so much better." I was like, "Yeah, I think that every day." <laughs> we'll talk more about the IPL and the cricket, and a lot of people, you know, listening in. Singapore may not understand just how big IPL is Indian Premier League cricket when it comes to showbiz, when it comes to entertainment. Everything comes together for these, uh, you know, a couple of months of uh, April and May. Well, they keep talking about how you know the IPL because it's 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 a three-hour match. You have so many more fans. It's it's sort of and now anything that short format, like even if it's like a theatrical monologue, you say you know for the IPL generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's become you know almost an adjective. Um, you can't beat it in terms of and especially in a country like India, one point three billion and the cricket crazy and you know the stadiums are packed and and you know you have glamorous team owners. You have the camera that pans to these glamorous team owners. Um, you have I think. But at the at, for me, the beauty is and will always be the fact that it's almost like a romantic story, right? You have uh, you play for your country, your rivals, you know, if it's India, Australia, India, uh, England, whatever, and then suddenly you're you know scrunch up in the same team, and now you're like, playing alongside each other and mm-hmm. and watching Shane Watson and Dhoni chatting, and you know, getting tip like it's. I think there's nothing there's nothing like it, and for youngsters coming in, like a Prithvi Shaw to have mm-hmm. to you know like like he, yes, he's captain of under nineteen, and yeah. now he's like the little kid, you know, yeah. in this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. full of adults so I think for me that's the biggest win of the IPL the fact that everyone is just mixed together yeah. and yeah I know that you've been a you know sports fan all your life but do you think it makes it more accessible for women to have it uh, you know so glamorous and uh, you know as you mentioned Bollywood's involved does it attract more women do you think no, I just think the fact that it's three hours attracts the women. Right, right. So they, they, they don't lose their men to like all day for test cricket. <laughs> right. It's just for the three hours. Right, right, right. For two months. They're like, where's my husband at? <laughs> but we're seeing a lot of glamorous actors and actresses uh, involved o- owning teams and being there very visible uh, when we see the TV coverage, don't, aren't we? Yeah, but also it's a business, right? They own the team. They're really passionate about it. Like Preeti Zinta is so passionate. She's there for mm. every match. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, her, like she she has just the worst poker face. Like Shah Rukh <laughs> manages sometimes, but Preeti Zinta, she's, you know, she's all invested. She's happy. She's sad. She's yo-yo. She's everything in between. And that's lovely to see them at the human best, you know? So what's the future for you? What do you see yourself doing in the next uh, few years? You have a, a child now, I think, uh, five years old? Yes. Uh, five and a half, yeah. So I have to keep working because I have to put him through school. <laughs> so I don't know. I think uh, for the first time, it's it, the, the the beauty of the performing arts is that you can't really plan, no matter what you do, because you never know what's around the corner. Or I, I mean, I didn't foresee this happening suddenly mm-hmm. as well, right? So um, I think I'm in that happy phase of my life uh, where I'm not planning anything, and I think maybe at 36, that's a good thing. <laughs> and Lola Cutty is going to keep going for a while. Maybe you're going to see Lola Cutty hosting some cricket. I mean, if they pay me enough, Jason, you know, the option is always open. It takes me an hour and a half to get into that outfit with, you know, makeup and costume. So, yeah, it has to, yeah, yeah, there has to be a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. So how can we uh, follow you online and on YouTube? So my my friend has wanted me to get into like I hate social media honestly but now I'm, I'm trying to be on IG you're a bit slow yeah the, yeah, yeah I'm I'm quite now uh, my my friend forced me so I'm on Instagram as of one week mm. ago um, so yeah so my uh, Twitter uh, my my Twitter handle is at xlolakuti and it's the same for Instagram at xlolakuti okay well Anu Menon it's uh, lovely to be working with you around IPL cricket I've enjoyed your career so keep it going thank you very much Jason this is weekend mornings on Money FM eighty nine point three.